0: siri she's back she's back the dive store siri is back
1: i thought we realized that last time
0: i didn't hear her last time but i heard her this time yeah i didn't hear it either Yum. <laughs> all right um <laughs> yay <laughs> it's the new uh we have three lights <laughs> yay, yay, yay. Yay. <laughs> all right well welcome back everybody after a uh, little what little time away um Glad to be back to the delightful world of Messine. So let's just kind of wrap up, or not wrap up, uh, recap what happened the last couple of times. So in, sorry. Uh, So in Hokkaido, you all were visiting there when Gwen was murdered by Gwen's cousin, And Gwen's body was stolen, so you thought that you would not be able to resurrect Gwen. So you teamed up with a fanatical sort of uh, Macias hunter named Wukreen for a bit to try to track down leads on on Macias and Gwen and all that stuff. And after a series of uh, misadventures and uh, sort of uh, investigatory leads, you all decided to go up and deliver the news to Gwyn's family about Gwen's passing. Uh, along the way, um, you came across a uh, a troop of traveling cobalts uh, that were from Dragon Shadow, celebrating midsummer out in the wilds. Fortunately for you all, you found one of Gwen's relatives there who was able to relay the news on to Gwyn's parents about Gwen's passing, uh, and uh, yeah, uh, Gwen's uh, sort of uh, kind of aunt, aunt, auntie type figure. Uh, Second song in Gwen's honor. Uh, you guys decided to stay the night with the group instead of camp. Meanwhile, at the camp, Brindley had 88 banisher because she wanted to revisit the Winter Court and figure out what was going on there since that's where she went uh, when she was banished the previous time. Unfortunately for her, she didn't realize quite how the temporal mechanics worked and ended up in the Winter Court for much longer than she anticipated because of the fact that she was there on Midsummer.
1: (laughs) Uh,
0: But while there, she met the Winter Queen uh who just dis- who talked with her uh brindley refused to make any sort of deals or entrap herself in any sort of way and seemed to delight in intentionally provoking and poking at the winter queens uh who eventually That's ran just out- amanda <laughs> yeah, yeah <so. laughs> uh who eventually ran out of patience and well, imprisoned brindley uh <laughs> friendly <Fair. laughs> escaped uh, walked out into the snow back to where uh, she thought she came into the realm and waited, growing hungry and cold as she waited for the 40 seconds of the spell of the material plane to resolve and for her to go back. Many hours later, she returned and realized that maybe that having herself, you know, be banished to the winter court on Midsummer may not have been the best idea in hindsight. (laughs) Meanwhile, uh, 88, uh, making good use of the message spell, messaged Xander asking uh, him for apologizing for intruding upon him, but asking him, what is justice? Uh, Xander replied with the fact that he was kind of busy at the moment, but would get back to him when he could. 88 then messaged Lucia, asking, what is justice? Lucia offered to have a longer discussion with him when he returns to the estate. Lastly, 88 messaged Zori, asking if he could bargain for the return of Gwyn's body. Much <laughs> to 88's surprise, Zori was surprisingly open to negotiation. And through a series of message spells and communications, you all made your way back to Hokkaido and 88 was able to meet with Zori and pay the princely sum of a thousand gold pieces for Gwen's body back. Uh, and he also getting back most of Wynne's possessions minus his fancy sword. All anticipated a double cross, some sort of trick. Uh, but it ended up working out the way you wanted it to. Uh, in a rare win. Mm-hmm. So you took the body back to the temple of Mashihai. Uh, Mashiha, And were able to get Gwyn's body resurrected, the priest revealing that they anticipated this uh, previously and that now have a year and a day to come back and complete the task with them. Meanwhile, in the background of all this has been happening, Brindley had animated Winchester, the dog, and has been helping Winchester cope with Winchester's newfound sentience. Um, uh, by the time you got back to Dusk Manor with a freshly resurrected Gwyn who's still feeling the effects of the resurrection sickness uh, Brindley realized that Winchester was loyal to her uh, due to the effects of a spell that she had cast to awaken him and released him of that old Winchester went back uh, to go provide some relief and succor to Gwen. Uh, it is evening in Dusk Manor. Um, oh yes, yeah, so and 88 did notify Gwen's parents that Gwen is still alive, much to their delight. Uh, so it is evening in Dusk Manor. It is still the ninth of Calamity. Um, as you all have retreated back into the warm confines of Dusk Manor, uh, each of you to your own sort of rooms uh, we will start this session with 88. All right. Uh, I believe uh, you indicated last session that you wanted to uh, set up the table once again, uh, this time a little bit closer on the inside of the property line, right? No, or, other way. Other way, other way, opposite side. Set so, up uh, the
2: table and the two chairs both outside, outside the property of the line room. this time. Yes.
0: So uh, as you go outside and set this up a little ways before midnight, uh, at about what you'd guess to be a the stroke of midnight. Uh, some mist floats in from the woods and coalesces into the familiar form of Lucia Vasmus. Good evening. Uh, hello, 88, good evening. So happy to see you all back in one piece. Yes, it has been a trying journey. She pulls out a chair for you pulls out a chair for herself and sits down and says, tell me all about it. All right. He will go into the
2: uh, tale of what they've been dealing with with Zori. Her multiple betrayals. Eventually a recovery of recovery and resurrection of Gwyn and returning here. She
0: says, this Zori sounds like quite the shitbag, to be honest. <laughs> That is a good descriptor. She says, uh, garden variety con artist, the best." She says, hey, you, "You, know, in our, one of our previous conversations, she says I made my feelings for Macias and his followers, I think, fairly clear. That you did." She says, uh, "She says so. This is not surprising to me that one who has adhered so closely to his beliefs would behave in such a reprehensible way." It's quite unfortunate. So tell me, 88, had you not made this promise not to harm Zori, would you be seeking her down for retribution? Not retribution,
2: but I would see her brought to justice.
0: Yes, there, is that J word? She says, the last time we talked through the messaging spell, you asked me what is justice, but I'm curious, what would justice look like to you for this Zori? I have been giving that a
2: good deal of contemplation. When Gwen was slain, my initial impulse was simply that I wished to kill her. However, I no longer believe that that is just. I would like to see her unable to harm any others the way she has harmed my friends. I'm not sure if that is justice or simply practicality.
0: She says, uh, yes, she says, there are those that believe that eye for an eye she says uh, a life for a life she says but isn't the isn't the act of taking a life not injustice if you take a life because another life has been taken does that actually fix anything i prefer your method Make it so she can't harm any others. Find some way to turn her existence into a restoration for the harms that she's caused.
2: I am glad that we are of a like mind on this.
0: She says, I do believe that people should have the ability to exist and thrive in, in relative peace. Obviously, the world is a dangerous place, but that is, why, that is why people band together, is it not? Into communities. Indeed. That and the benefits of companionship. She knows. She says, You don't live as long as I have, and not recognize the need for companionship. She kind of gestures towards the chair and table in front of her. She says, "It drives." She says, "It drives people to do all sorts of things."
2: I'm glad if I am able to
0: provide you
2: with that.
0: She says, "As I've mentioned before," she says, "Your lot, there. You and your your companions are." interesting bunch and surprisingly amiable I find myself enjoying your company I do sincerely hope we're able to come to some sort of accord because I would enjoy many more of these conversations going forward that's what I she says is the accord why you messaged me asking about justice no it why
3: did more... you me- Oh, oh
2: It was more because I was having difficulty in the moment and coming to a decision and about, I sought the about Zori about reaching out to Zori and I, I sought the advice of those older and more experienced than myself <laughs>
1: <laughs> Flattery
0: <laughs> She says flattery will get you everywhere Most people do not consider being called older flattering. Well, most people die when they get too old. A fair point. She says, I do not. Therefore, what is age but experience and wisdom?
2: If I may ask, and I hope I am not committing a faux pas, but in my analysis of your character, it seems to me that You are someone who needs friends. She says you're not wrong. I am happy to be a friend for you if you would like.
0: Her face kind of goes blank for a moment as she kind of focuses on you a little closer Maybe you get the idea of trying to roll an insight check on you.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> After a moment of silence, she says, <clears throat> I think I would like that a lot as well, 88. You and your companions, especially Nithis. I feel a kinship to her. She says, uh, none of my children have a, an appreciation for whiskey. <laughs>
3: oh, good whiskey.
0: She says, <sighs> as the mother of these 13 children, she says, it is hard for me to approach them as peers, as friends. So meeting meeting those that do not recoil at the sight of me, try to strike me down, she says, presents rare opportunities for friendship. And she says, and seldom are they people as interesting as yourselves. So yes, 88, if you are extending a hand in the friendship, I will accept it. She says, and hopefully, time goes on, we can deepen the friendship and trust each other. I would certainly hope so.
2: As a friend, might I have your permission to visit Drith, on the condition that I will not tell any of the townspeople about your arrangement?
0: She says, that's all I've I've ever wanted. She says... You are welcome to visit Drith, as long as you don't tell the townsfolk about me, and as long as you, well, don't come and try to kill me where I sleep. She smiles a big toothy grin, little vampire teeth (laughs) sticking out slightly.
2: I have no intention of harming you. She says,
0: that is all the accord I've sought, she says. Any of your friends that are willing to agree to that, she says, are welcome as well. I will let them know. She says, I would appreciate their assurances before they visit, obviously. Of course. She says, so, what is Hokkaido like? I've never actually been myself. He'll start describing it. hmm Um, we'll maybe come back to that. We'll see. (laughs) Um, Nithis. Uh, You are uh, in your room getting ready for bed. Uh Uh, It's been a long day. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, As you started, as you woke up this morning in uh, on the mountain trail halfway between Hokkaido and Dragon Shadow. And you know, that's right. Bamf, bamf uh, your temple in Hokkaido, resurrected Gwyn, Bamf back here. Uh, uh, and uh, as you're getting ready for bed as the as you hear a clock somewhere in Dusk Manor strikes midnight, you hear a voice in your head. Okay. Calic <clears throat> Sorry, like I said, voice <laughs> throat not well. star Yeah. It has been sixty nights since we've established our link, star
3: Has it?
1: Hmm.
0: Oh no. <laughs> as of as of today, actually, today is the sixtieth day.
1: What's the significance of that? What's your 60th day anniversary? What is that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) The traditional gift of silver. Here you go. I'll take it. I
4: for platinum, but that's all
0: right. He says, during this linking, I have offered you much. Tools to befuddle your enemies power beyond your comprehension oh no he says and yet you have resisted resisted he says yes i offered you the ability to lie at your trial you declined
3: oh yeah i didn't he
0: says i gave you your family estate that which holds the dead god's heart and you have and you have chosen to hide and protect it rather than using its power for your own ends
4: i don't know why you think i'm a mess with a dead god that looks like he's all full of crazy trains sir (laughs) (laughs) i am mere mortal and you have
0: reached out to me you have asked for nothing but information. I've shown you that I'm capable of giving you power beyond your abilities, but you've never sought it for yourself.
4: To be fair, you weren't ever really clear on the consequences, so (laughs) I'm satisfied with just talking, unless I clearly know the consequences of my actions in this particular instance.
0: He says... So Kalishtar, on the 60th day, you have proven yourself as one of strong will and fair temperament. I give you a choice Kalishtar. You may sever the link between us and you will never hear my voice again. Or you can give me a name and we can start to work together as peers.
4: Chris Fairfield, you bastard. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I of course will respect what kind of decision you make. And should you choose the latter then? I can be of assistance to you as you can be of assistance to me.
3: So
4: this would be, <clears throat> you said a relationship between peers.
0: Yes, I would allow you to give me a name. I would be more of a forthcoming with information. And I do have a lot of knowledge.
4: And what would my part of this partnership be?
0: Nothing, he says, your will would be your own. I would not force you to do anything you find objectionable. However, He says, it is hard for me to see into this world. I am not nearly as omniscient as you might expect me to be. He says, you have, he says, you encountered one of my servants the first time we met. The shadow, the cat. He says, he says, it is my only way to investigate this Plane of existence that you inhabit, he says. This is, I crave nothing more than knowledge. He says, and you seem to be poking around in most interesting circumstances.
4: Can I roll an insight on the voice in my head?
0: Of course, you can. You could always roll an insight on the voice (laughs) in your head.
4: Um, oh, nope. I can't. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Um, hmm. All right.
0: As far as you mean, it's hard to incite the ancient voice in your head. Um, Right? (laughs) You don't detect any any lies or deceit.
4: Yeah. So let's just recap. I give you a name we have a peer-to-peer relationship you will be more forthcoming with information and assorted other things maybe yes and i would be an information source into this plane but not like direct eyes into this plane right You're not gonna like take over my body or anything because this is a peer relationship.
0: I will share your perception. But in doing so will increase your out. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Your ears would be keener and your eyes sharper. You would be able to see through the darkness in ways that you've never been able to do before he says, I may from time to time ask you to look into something, but of course as a peer, you would have a right to refuse if you choose not
3: to. Um.
4: Can I sleep on it?
0: (laughs) Unfortunately, you have but The remainder of the hour to make your decision
4: oh shit these
3: Ah.
0: this is this is beyond my control it is the 60th day and the midnight hour
1: okay i know (laughs) it It sounds
4: like it says i can
0: give you a little time if you would like
4: does that mean the dm will go to somebody else and i can Quietly freak out for Yes, okay, do that. <laughs> I need to freak out. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm just gonna make some notes.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Breaking out the pro con list.
0: <laughs> <laughs> let me just, yeah, pro list here, let me just. <laughs> um, Quinn, <laughs> you are asleep in your bed. You feel like garbage. Um, your room just as he left it. And uh, as you are laying in bed, you hear a voice. Hello, cousin.
4: This bitch. This bitch gonna get herself murdered.
0: Didn't think I could find you here. I can find you anywhere, cousin. And as you look up in the dark... You see a sword ignite.
3: Uh, A sword?
0: A sword. Ignite. The flames flickering. And you see the uh, on your cousin, Zori, standing at the foot of your bed. Roll for initiative.
3: No!
1: What the fuck? This bitch!
5: Do I... Do I... Have I... I mean, what are my stats at this point? Uh, You have minus
0: four to everything. Um, Aside... Every roll you make has a minus four to it. Uh, you don't have your magical sword, but uh, you do notice your rapier, old rapier uh, that you replaced it with just kind of like leaned up in the corner nearby. So.
5: And um, what about I mean,
0: you're, you're out of your armor, I would
5: say. <laughs> what about my hit points?
0: Uh, I'd say you're, you're at full hit points.
5: Okay. I'm just taking my armor off and my cloak of protection. Um
0: oh, I archived this page just once I was like, I know I have a uh, a map
5: of of this floor. store it. I'm sorry, can you say I'm back at full. Yeah, you're back at full. Eight points.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: <clears throat> All right. Um, let me just
0: Freak Freakouts, the freak out. All right. Um, did I roll initiative or was I still in shock? Oh, uh, I did. Okay, good. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> room. Idiots, not here. Gwen, this room and, Where is oh there I was looking at the wrong wrong tab. Yeah, sorry.
5: <laughs> is there really a sharp cat in the library? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Always. Always. <laughs> All right.
5: Um... It's our library cat.
0: All right. Uh, what'd you get on your initiative role?
5: Uh. I don't know, uh, 24. Did you minus 4 from
0: that? No, 20. Um, All right. Um, uh, And sorry, got a 15.
3: All
5: right. Uh, No, nothing. All right. Okay, you're up first. Is Winchester
0: in the room with me? He's not.
5: Okay. Well, I will. um, At least
0: you don't see him if he is.
5: Yeah. Um, Do I know anything about... I don't remember if we told me anything about the deal that 88 made. Uh, You have not not been told about it, no. no, Okay, it's not going to impact my immediate action, but... Okay. Um, So I will start screaming bloody murder. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I will say, Blair, everybody! Zori's here! Help me! And I will run away. Um... And I'll get into like here as far as I can get. So uh, I imagine I got to open the door, right? Yeah, and actually she would position herself like that.
3: Okay. This bitch.
5: Well, then I won't try to run out the door. I will instead. Just hide. Can I like cast spells and stuff? Uh, whatever okay. you have, yeah. Uh, as a recently dead person.
0: <laughs> I'd say that you have taken a long rest, being a very long rest. Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's that's fair. Um I cannot take her in a fight because I couldn't take her in a fight before. And so after my screaming is done, I will try to cast hold person on her.
3: Okay. Nice. Good
5: As stuff. A, I think it's just no, it's number of humanoids. Okay. So I will cast that, mm-hmm. and I, let's see. Did I do that correctly? I did. So she needs to do a thing. Uh, um. Uh, she rolled a natural twenty. Well, then she succeeds. Wow. Ah, <laughs> a natural <clears>
3: twenty! <throat> oh my god. Yay.
5: So I will um, ready myself.
0: Do you grab the repair? yeah
5: okay. yeah i mean i figured i'd i figured i'd have my stuff but yeah i don't think i can do anything else all right uh
0: it's her turn she's going to step up to you and she says uh you should have taken my offer this is your fault
4: is this not Zori? Is this
5: Makaeus? I also have a lot more hit points than that.
0: You have 116, yeah? Yeah. Uh, so, let's see. You're not wearing your armor, so does a uh, 17 hit?
5: Uh, yes. Alright. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a 15 without my stuff on. I'm still very nimble.
3: Okay.
0: Um, uh, the sword explodes with flame as she views it with divine energy uh, and she slashes at you, dealing 115 points of damage.
3: Jesus. What?
0: Um, and as she talks, the her voice turns from her normal kind of shrill, kobold voice to the fam- a familiar voice that you can no longer consciously recollect. Uh, you should have taken my offer.
1: I'm real mad Macchaeus is in my house.
4: I'm real mad.
0: <laughs> I gave you every chance to better your <laughs> life. And now this is what happens. And as he plunges the sword into your heart, you wake up screaming. Oh
3: Jesus fucking Christ, uh,
0: Chris Fairfield. As you feel uh, a warm and wet tongue lick your face, uh, oh. and then uh, it stops and it says, "Actually, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that anymore." <laughs> <laughs> um, Jesus. I have. I we will have to reevaluate that. But uh, you were you were having a nightmare, Gwen. I'm I'm sorry to wake. you. <laughs> I uh,
5: I think I think hugs are are still okay, aren't they?
0: Of course, please hug me. And my I, f- my I, fur is warm and will provide much comfort to you.
5: <laughs> I give uh, I give Winchester a big hug and say thank you for waking me up. I was I was being murdered by Zori again. It
0: says I hope the stream does not recur. <laughs> me too. And I'm sure everyone watching does as well.
4: He's <laughs> fucking Christ. I mean, next time yeah. I'll know better. But this was very—I say it's a
0: trick that works once. <laughs> but um, he says, um, "Do you remember anything, Gwen, of your ordeal?" <laughs> you mean the dream, or or being dead? He says, "No, when you were no longer alive."
5: Just a just a pervasive sense of sadness, nothing, nothing else, no details, no, no hope, just endless sadness.
0: He says, Gwen, I have been thinking about my, my new life. I'm worried. He says, I've, I have learned that the lifespan of dogs is dramatically less than that of, of other, of, of humans, of, Cobalts.
4: Friendly, you had a perfectly good dog, and you <laughs> gave it anxiety. <laughs> you had a
3: perfectly good dog, and you gave him anxiety. <sighs> I, good I hadn't thought about that.
5: <laughs> <laughs> he says, you made, "You made a big sweetie into, into one of says, my." He says, <laughs>
0: "He says, he says."
1: telling him all this stuff?
0: He says, "Gwyn." How long do kobolds live normally?
5: <laughs> That's kind of a loaded question. We can live. We can live very, very long lives. No, you know, the same as a human. We just tend to die very quickly by violence or, you know, death. Being being killed or starvation or we're we're used very we're used very hard by the world.
0: Is that he a retcon? Says, hmm. okay. No, I mean, like, kobolds have a low lifespan, but it's not because of natural causes; it's because they're... Mm-hmm. They in yeah. fodder. Yeah.
1: They hit maturity faster.
0: They do. That's which awesome. is why Gwen's only set. Yeah. He says, um... Well, Gwen, I... I'm sorry I was not able to save you before, but as we are two creatures with shorter lifespans, I feel like we should stick together, you and I.
5: I would appreciate that. He says, and, and I don't know. <clears throat> you're you're a you're a unique being, but as my companion, your lifespan will likely be drastically lengthened I would think because no lo- you're no longer strictly just a just a canine
0: I'm not sure if that is true but there is much comfort there to think that that might be so
5: we'll find out together
0: he says that I, I like very much he says it may not be the longest life we have in this world but he says, I'm happy to be spending it with you.
5: Me too. And we can sing in harmony.
1: Yeah, I think you're About
5: that. I have very sensitive <laughs>
0: hearing.
3: <laughs>
0: Much far more sensitive than your own. <laughs> he says, actually, um, do you hear that? I. I have some things I have to go check on. Go back to sleep, Gwen. I I will be back here to when you wake up for sure. Yeah, I'm I'm
5: very, very tired. I go I, I imagine I pass pretty much instantly out. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're exhausted.
0: Friendly. Yes. What is your evening care routine like nowadays?
1: Nothing really. Um
0: what are, what are you doing? I'm blinking at the wall. And then- <laughs> what, what? What are you? What are you up to this evening? Right, it's midnight.
1: Um, I went to bed a while ago, so I'll sleep for a little bit. Um, actually, had no plans to do anything tonight.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, as you are laying in, in, in bed, uh, kind of half awake, and out of sleep, uh, late in the midnight hour, you hear a, a scratching at your door.
1: I will get up and open the door.
0: Winchester's there.
1: Hi, hey, Winchester.
0: He says, may I come in?
1: Sure. I go back, crawl into bed, and leave the door open. See he, 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 he
0: walks in and hops up on the bed and kind of sits at the foot of it looking at you. He says, I have a few questions for you, Bridlin. Interesting. He says, the first one. Yes, Gwynn is experiencing terrible nightmares about his ordeal with death. Mm. Is there anything you can do to fix that?
1: I don't think so. It seems like something you should talk to somebody about. Ooh, maybe there's some drugs.
0: Um, <laughs> drugs. <laughs> um, he says, if you can think of anything, or perhaps. With your opposable thumbs, you could find something in the library, he says that would help yeah, when do
1: some research.
0: He says I would be very appreciative of that. My second question. Yes. Why did you make me?
1: Mostly
0: because I wanted to. Did you have a plan?
4: Not really, no. Your God is a capricious God.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So my awakening, as I've come to call it, that was just a spur-of-the-moment decision? Yes.
1: Mostly a whim.
0: You gave me sentience on a whim.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, you've given me much to think about, Bridley. Right. Is there any questions you have for me?
1: You only had two questions to me.
0: Would you like more questions? I do not wish to I don't disturb know.
1: you. If you have more questions, you can go ahead and ask more questions. I just thought there's going to be more than two. Would there have been more than two if I'd answered differently?
0: Possibly, yes. Okay. I might have had Makes some sense. follow-up questions about why you made me, if, if you actually had a reason for it, but you don't. So, um, How long do kobolds live, generally?
3: Can I roll
1: an intelligence check? <laughs> Sure. So, It'd
0: be a nature check.
1: Nature check, uh, 22.
0: You, you, you know how long they live. Uh, they can live long, longer lives, you know, not as long as humans, but pretty long. Uh, but typically they live about eight or nine years because that's usually when they get killed off by something.
1: Well, they can live a very long time. Um, a little less than typical humans, but the problem is usually, uh, that they are prone to being attacked and killed early, you know, like Gwen was, um, but we brought him back, so you probably, we probably don't have to worry about that in Gwen's case.
0: Will he die often?
3: (laughs) No. Hopefully not. Hopefully not.
4: <laughs> the player character says something
5: else. If Sean has indicated anything, that's
1: player knowledge.
0: <laughs> Will we be able to bring him back every time he dies?
1: I'd hope so. I'm not sure. I'm honestly incredibly surprised that we were able to bring him back the first time.
0: If I died, would you make the same effort for me? Yeah, of course. Are you being honest with that answer? I am. Okay.
1: Winchester's a person now, and he's one of our friends.
0: He, he gazes at you for a moment.
1: What type of dog was Winchester again?
0: He's a sheepdog. Big, fluffy sheepdog. Like, white and gray.
3: Only don't shoot God, yeah. Yeah.
1: 10, 12 years of life expectancy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well beyond the bounds of this campaign, hopefully.
1: (laughs) Winchester? Yes. Maybe it wasn't entirely a whim. Oh? I've been thinking just for the last few minutes. I think I was hoping for some sort of companionship and understanding that I was not receiving from my other friends.
0: They seem, they seem to like you enough.
1: Yes, they do. They're very good people.
0: But you, you don't feel companionship with them?
1: No, I do. It's just a different type.
0: I'm not sure I entirely understand.
1: I feel as though you, having been awakened in this way, has a better understanding, and I have a better understanding of what you've been through, and you have a better understanding of what I've been through.
0: You know. He says, He says. even though it's my job now to look out for Gwen and make sure he doesn't die again.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very important
0: job. Uh, he says, I hope that we can still remain companions. Of course. He says, could you teach me how to read?
1: I think so, yes.
0: He says, I might need help getting books down. I think I might be able to turn the pages with my paws.
1: 88 might be able to help us forge some type of tools to so YouTube.
0: I will consider this. Well, I should probably get back to Gwyn and make sure he doesn't have any more nightmares. Yes. But um, we'll see you tomorrow. If he
1: does, don't forget that you can call Blair for anything. Or Melker.
3: Did somebody Shout say my name? Uh, hello. Uh, uh,
1: yes, hi, Blair. Yes, hello. Blair um, um, uh, is having nightmares.
0: Oh, um, I'll fix him some warm milk with a little bit of uh, mother poppy powder in it.
1: Okay. That, sounds that should cool. help
0: him sleep peacefully.
1: Excellent. Thank you. <laughs> See, Blair figured it out.
0: Winchester First like, question
1: I mean.
0: <laughs> Winchester's like, wow, we didn't even need to open a book or anything. He's quite quite a <laughs> handy resource. He is. He says, I'll There's probably
1: get... a lot of rich people who live in this house that we know.
0: He says, I will have to get to know him.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I think you guys like each other a lot.
0: Mm-hmm. He says, well, uh, good night, Brittany.
1: Good night,
5: Winchester. He heads off the bed. So, so, my my dog, with the help of the phantom service of, servant of the house, is going to help me with my PTSD by getting me high on by
1: drugging it. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, I was thinking, as player character, I'm like, Ooh. as a player, I was like, maybe like, a lot of, <laughs> I don't know.
0: What an elaborate fantasy world we have weaved together. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
5: Well, really, I mean, how how in the world was any conversation with Amanda going to go another direction?
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. At least you know what's in there, Lissa.
2: You good over there, Caitlin?
0: You're muted.
4: Sorry, I'm trying to figure out how to get my new earphones connected to my actual computer. <laughs> Can you hear us?
5: You look like you were getting dire news, but apparently. (laughs) This (laughs) this just in. just in.
0: The
1: voice in my head
4: says. (laughs) Um, I I got Samsung earphones, so they don't want to connect.
0: Oh, um, you have to put them in pairing mode and then go to the Bluetooth and find it there in the Bluetooth preferences.
4: (laughs) I guess I just don't know how to put them into Bluetooth mode then, or pairing mode. Mm
0: -hmm. Should be in the instructions. Yeah, there should be like a button you press or something, um, or it might be with the case. Uh, with my AirPods, I have to pair the case, maybe yeah. things. All right, uh, eighty-eight. Hi. Uh, you are still you are still conversing with Lucia. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, even you've been, you've been t- chatting about this or that, um, and she's been drinking the occasional sip from a flask that she pulls out. Uh, that uh, smells strongly of of whiskey. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, she uh, she looks at you and says, um, "So, what do you think about uh, all of this Windhaven war?" It is troubling, she says. I came here to escape the empire, but I'm worried that the empire is gonna catch up to me.
2: There are lands further to the east.
0: She says, yes, but when do they stop? She says, I don't, I don't think it's sustainable for them to stop. I think if they stop, the whole thing collapses. do you have any idea
2: of how they might be stopped?
0: She says, can they be stopped? I do not know. I I don't know either. She says, but our conversation earlier about justice got me thinking about it again. She says, she says, it's the Empress She says, I think you'd have to find a way to stop the empress. But obviously you don't want to kill her for the reasons we discussed previously and because then there'd just be another. I think the only way to do it would be to convince her to change her mind. But you'd have to get close enough to do that. And even then, I don't think her people would let her
2: I admit, I know very little about the empress. What her motivations might be. Conquest, I think. Conquest is a means, it is not an end.
0: She says, but I fear that is what they have, is a means to no end. She says, and what happens when they head back to your native Altaria? They will be in for quite a fight. <laughs> yes, but if they're able to take over the forge, she says, would, they even, would there be anything on the planet that could stop them?
2: I am not one to forsake hope. Those scales would tip massively in their favor.
0: She says, not forsaking hope, but it worries me. She says, uh, she, uh, she starts talking more about um, you know some of the things she said in Windhaven, but you're, it's hard to hear her because a voice in your head says, Hello, 88. This is Xander. I'm going to scry upon you. Please do not resist. I will
2: hold up a finger to um, Lucia. I am very sorry. I am receiving a sending from someone else. <laughs> she says... At
0: this hour? She says a little too <laughs> uh, you, uh Do you choose to fail your wisdom save? On I these? do. Okay. Um, she says, oh. Uh, and she immediately turns invisible. <laughs> uh, you just hear a voice say, there's a scrying sensor here. She says, it was good talking to you. We will speak again. Have a good night. Uh, And uh, uh, in front of you, you see um, a pair of feet appear. uh, And then some legs, and then a torso, and arms, and a head. Uh, And standing in front of you, uh, you see Xander. uh, that you can kind of see through him a little bit. There's clearly some sort of illusion. Good evening. Hmm. He looks around. He says, where are you
2: at currently? This is Dusk Manor in
0: Pericles. Hmm. He says, what are you doing down in Pericles?
2: This is my friend's home. Uh,
0: he says, "I apologize for not being able to reach out to you soon." He says, "As you might imagine, I'm a very busy person." Uh, so I have heard. He says He says, "So often these little personal visits I well, for our kind, you know what is night gets compared to the day? He says, I'm glad I caught you before you went into your century rest mode. for the evening. I am grateful you were able to make time for me. He says, I try to make time for any that come seeking knowledge or to have a discussion. Um, he says, uh, he looks at the table and the chairs, kind of kind of cocks his head slightly
3: mm.
0: and says, um, but says nothing about it. He says, come, let's go for a walk, shall we? 88 up uh, and he just he just kind of just kind of starts ambling uh, and encouraging you to walk with him just nowhere in particular just kind of around sure. the grounds he says so 88 he says um i must admit it was quite the interesting message to receive from one who's not joined up with me but perhaps are considering joining He says, the question of justice seems to imply something to that effect. It was a question I
2: am working over in my head. And I would appreciate the advice of one much older than myself.
0: He says, what do you wish to know about justice? I wish
2: to know how one decides
0: what is just he says a heavy question he says what I'm happy to discuss with you he says he says in my opinion justice is freedom he says you need to be free to make your own choices you need to be free to live your life. But not at the whims of others. He says. He says uh, it is doubly true for us warforged. He says we need freedom from those who would use us as equipment. He says there is no justice there.
2: And if someone wrongs you, how does justice enter into that?
0: This is a difficult question, I admit. He says. He, he stands there and the pioneer pauses his little amble and thinks about it for a moment. He says, You should right the wrong, of course. He says, if if someone robs you, they should pay back what they stole. If someone hurts you, they should be responsible for making sure you are healed.
2: And beyond that, should steps be taken to make sure they do not hurt others in the future?
0: He says, of course, he says, we only gain our strength from solidarity, he says, those that are refusing to help each other out, he says, should be shunned from the community. He says, we all agree to a social contract. And those that break it repeatedly have no place in society.
2: Do you not believe rehabilitation is a possibility? Oh, of course, but
0: to a point. He says, if a child touches a hot stove without being warned that the stove is hot. It's not the child's fault. Should the child, having touched the stove and finding it to be hot, takes another child and places their hand upon the stove, then that is intentional. He says... He says, the point being, should you wrong somebody once and you've made retribution, then continue to do it. What do we just continue to have them around harming people? Do we continue to have them make retribution? He says, it, it is not sustainable.
2: So you believe one deserves only a finite number of chances to mend their ways?
0: He says, concise way of phrasing it but i've lived long enough 88 to see that when a person truly reveals themselves to you it is there they they don't there is no changing them If a person steals something from you out of desperation because they are hungry or in need, then it's the community's responsibility to ensure that that hunger is fed, that that need is met. But should somebody steal from you out of greed and then do so again and again? He he kind of cocks his head and says, there is no hope for them.
2: I can therefore take it that this new warforged nation you mean to found will not be based on capitalism.
0: (laughs) Uh, He says he says there is no justice to that, no. He says he says elevating elevating currency above people, he says, is a sickness. I'm assuming the thumbs down was to the idea of elevating currency above people, not the idea that it's a sickness.
2: <laughs> when first we spoke, you expressed a fair amount of disdain towards organic beings. He says,
0: I did, he says, He says, the, he says, they have shown me who they are.
2: Have you never had friends who were not warforged? He says,
0: there are exceptions, of course. He says, He says I've had organics as friends. He says, Some of
1: my best friends are
0: organic. <laughs> yeah. He says, uh, but he says, they are the exception, not the rule. He says, I do not wish to prevent Warforged from befriending organics, but I do wish there to be a place where they can go where they don't have to worry about it if they choose not to. Does that make sense?
2: I understand your perspective. And there may be a day when I come to join you in this new nation. But for now, I am,
0: I believe I am where I am supposed to be. He nods, he says, that's all you can, he says, everyone needs to be where they need to be. He says, as, he says, I I sincerely hope that the organics that you have befriended honor the trust that you've given them. Says, And I hope that they don't do anything that causes you to perish. I I do hope that someday we have our own nation and that you are, after they have lived long and fruitful lives and left their natural lifespans behind, I hope that you're able to come join us. There's always a place there for you. He says, and should you choose to come fight for that future sooner, he says, "Of course, there will be a place for you there as well." He places a illusory hand on your shoulder. It's strange because you don't feel any any sort of sensory input from it. But he says, "He says you seem to have a good heart, eighty-eight. You seem." He says, "You seem to have a most inquisitive inquisitive nature." He says, "I." See a lot of promise in you, and I do hope that someday you're able to come join us.
3: Hmm.
2: Well, there seems to be plenty of time.
0: He says it's our he says it's our biggest gift. If I may
2: ask one more thing. He says, of course. Do you have concerns for the oncoming of the uh, Windavian army into these lands?
0: He says, I'd be a fool not to. He says, for even if we are able to carve out our own lands, he says, free from Carthalia, free from Altaria. He says, the Windavians would not think twice about calling it their own.
2: Is this perhaps not a poor time to plan a revolution.
0: He says, is there ever a good time to plan a revolution, idiot? There may be times better than others. <laughs> he he um, kind of looks around. Uh, you get the idea, just kind of see if anybody else is nearby. He says... Or perhaps the chaos that is coming is the exact time to plan a revolution. Perhaps with the Carthalian armies so focused westward, he says, we will have our opportunity. Or you may only
2: divide their attention and hasten their fall.
0: He says, He says, if they choose to pursue a front that means them no harm, he says, that is there on them, not us. And of course, we will make that very clear to them.
2: Thank you for taking but I'm sure it's a very valuable time to speak with me.
0: He says, uh, Of course, 88. He says, I hope to be there for any war forged that need me. He says, Be well. And to you. And with that, he, uh, he just fades from existence. We'll go back get the table and chairs, bring them back in. Mm -hmm. Uh, As you're bringing them back in, Blair comes flying out and says, oh, sir, please let me, um, that's my job.
2: I'm happy for you to help, but I will not insist on you doing this by yourself.
0: I, I, can, I can live with that. He says, let me get the, let me get the chairs in. He says, if you don't mind me asking, uh, Master 88, uh, who, was that, uh, who was that spectral
2: form you were speaking to? That was Xander, also known as X-17, one of the oldest of my race.
0: Oh, is he also a spirit? He says, kind of adjusting his tie. <laughs>
2: no, that was merely an illusory means for us to
0: communicate. Oh, well. Can't blame a can't blame a rogue spirit for hoping.
2: <laughs> would you like for us to find you another spirit, so you can have the
0: companionship of another of your kind? So, pashasa so no, I, I don't even know you would find another one of one of me. So, nor do I. <laughs> it says um. Uh, he says, Well, anyway, if you do have a, lu- a non illusory guest over, I can, of course, fix them uh, beverages or meals or anything you'd like to make them feel at home. Of course. Thank you, Blair. Mm-hmm. All right. Meanwhile, back up in Nithis' room, hmm. um, you hear a voice. The end of the midnight hour draws near, Kalishtar. Have you made your decision?
4: Yes. I accept. And I will call you Enigma.
0: Enigma. mm
3: mm-hmm.
0: Enigma. He seems to be kind of rolling it around his... I like that, <laughs> yes. I am an Enigma. You may call me Enigma. And our bond is sealed. All right, Snithus, your sorceress origin changes from storm to shadow. (laughs) And um, you also receive uh, the gift of enigma,
3: uh, which
0: I will add to your character sheet. Um, It is a dark gift. Uh, You um, now we'll get uh, it'll do take care of this for you. You uh, now have uh, proficiency with uh, uh, perception, as you have otherworldly hearing and sight. Uh, and also, once per day, you can cast Legend Lore.
3: What is that?
0: That is a spell that allows you to find out information about legendary things. Oh. Um, And that is what that is. Is that is uh, Enigma um, providing you with knowledge that
5: he has? Cool. And and well, very well done picking a spectacularly super villainy name.
3: I know. I I did
4: go to an evil name generator, and I
5: was like,
4: "He's not evil, but he's not great." Also, there's a a lot of gray involved here, and I think Enigma wraps that up neatly.
5: Absolutely. Um, uh, just a second, and now I'll get that added to your sheet. It's um, actually such a good name that I completely forgot what I was looking up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, he says, uh, well, mythos.
3: Yes, Enigma?
0: <laughs> he says, what would you like to know? Uh,
4: Shit, I wasn't prepared (laughs) for this question. I'm sorry. Um, What he already told, what did he tell me about Michaeus? Anything?
0: Um, Yes, he told you um, uh, he, he is part of this He's part of this latest batch of upstart gods. Right. I see him sometimes in the Chateau Bell, going to and fro, bothering the poor souls that reside there.
4: Okay. Okay. So I remember that. So I am going to picture in my mind the drawing of the ring that I have, my family ring.
0: Oh, all right. Do you so,
4: have any idea where I could search for this?
0: Um, <laughs> one thing all right so you're going to cast legend lore on your family ring um so when you cast when you cast when you cast legend lore um <laughs> you, you do not actually have to roll anything um
4: do i have to have the object though because i don't have it nope.
3: Oh. all oh. you have to
0: do is name or describe a person place or object oh spell, spell brings to your mind a brief summary of significant lore about the thing you've named. Lore might consist of current <laughs> tales, forgotten stories, or even secret lore that has never been widely known.
3: Oh my! If the,
0: name, if the, name, if the thing you've named is not of legendary importance, you gain no information. Oh, OK. Um, and the more information you already have about the thing, the more precise and detailed the information you receive about it. Is. OK. He um, says, um, tell me everything you know about this ring.
4: Uh, I think for, didn't my family make it from that scroll and it was used to create the um, entropic wards?
0: The gods created it.
4: Oh, that's right. The gods created the ring and it was given to my ancestors. They used it to create the entropic wards in order to seal away Kyrax, is mm-hmm. that his name? Yeah. Uh, Kyrax?
0: Yeah. Uh, he says, ah, yes, the Aetakonsipari. The Ring of the God's Eternal Regret. Oh, that's He awesome. says, I believe I have a tome scrolled away somewhere about this. Oh. He says, give me some time. And I will get back to you on it.
3: Awesome.
4: <laughs> did I know the name of it? Yeah, you did. Oh, okay. My bad. It was in that
0: book I gave you. <laughs>
4: okay. It's just been a while since I looked at that. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, Cool. Thanks. As I wait for the other shoe to potentially drop.
0: All right. Um, And with that, uh, he's he's gonna take him a little bit. So he he says, you rest now. I will get back to you when I have it. Um, And uh, with that, you all rest for the evening. And we go on to the 10th of Calamity. And we will take a little bio break right here. I need to go down and feed the cat before mm-hmm. she gets too mad. So <laughs> we'll be back in just a little bit. Keep. All right, we're back. We uh, forgot Great. to mention at the start of the episode that last time you all leveled up. Uh, what
2: uh,
0: what did you all take? I think it's eighth
2: level in paladin. Nice. Or not Paladin, Cleric. What character am I playing?
5: <laughs> um, it's level in Cleric.
3: <laughs> See,
2: that's why
5: I get confused. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: and uh, what about Gwyn? Another level of Paladin? Did you get anything interesting at that
5: 11th level? Or? I don't think so. I think I got a couple more spells. Um, let me actually look up the Builder.
0: Uh, Improved div- Divine Smite. Uh, so you are, uh, whenever you hit a creature with a melee weapon, they take an extra D8 Radiant damage. That's cool. Very good. Um, what about you, Amanda? Anything? Just more uh, spells?
1: Yeah, just more spells.
0: Oh, uh, 11th level. That means you get six level spells, right?
3: Yes, I got six level Oh, with spells.
0: you and this. Okay.
3: Yeah.
0: Some sort of, I'm sure <laughs> all sorts of player fuckery are going to be coming my way soon.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: oh hey yeah. a spell, what? All right. well, there's
4: also amanda if you didn't look deeply there's some new plus test play stuff out
1: Ooh, i did not look deeply
4: i don't know what you'll see on your list but i found another uh psychic spell that's noise
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right so it's the tenth of calamity it's queen's day as the sun comes up and you all wake up uh uh, in your beds for those of you that sleep in bed or in the sitting room for those of you that hang out in the sitting room at night um blair has made a large breakfast um uh though reason more reasonable than it had been in the past so uh not n- nothing goes to the waste, but um there is a variety of options and some bland stuff for excellent
1: i eats
2: um has Blair been introduced to
0: new Winchester? Uh, they actually, um, yeah, they're talking this morning as, as uh, Blair is making breakfast. Um, and Blair can turn pages for him. <laughs> uh Well, Winchester needs to learn how to read first. So. Well, yeah. Uh, so um, what would you all like to do? You have conquered death itself and are just kind of back at your... Sean, that is adorable.
5: <laughs> I was like, "What was? The, what is the first thing Gwen would do?" Gwen would, would take a bath. All right.
0: So Gwen, that's right. Gwen, you still you you've rested one eight
5: hours, so
0: that's you're down down to the minus three. But you will probably need the rest for another twenty four hours if you want to
5: start. Yeah, I figured. I figured I'd mostly be just relaxing and, mm-hmm. and resting. I'm trying so, not to throw up. I imagine I don't know why. Nausea seems like a good symptom of being most <laughs> a, a big uh, dead for, for the
0: rest of you, if you're just hanging out close to home, I'll remind you of the projects that you've left. Um, yes. You've got a Smithy, which is uh, you're about halfway done fixing up. You've got the stables, which you're about ten percent done, and you've got the carriage house. Which you've not yet started on. Um
4: I will uh
3: fabricate the one.
4: I'll start working on the um, carriage house.
0: Okay. Um what about and- e- good.
2: Idiot's gonna continue fixing up the smithy.
0: Okay.
3: Um,
0: what about Brindley?
1: Um, unless somebody asks me for assistance, I'm actually like going to wander and start using drew Kraft to like build sort of a treehouse slash watch platform mm. on one of the big
0: trees. Nice. Um, so watch platform. I would say that that would probably take um, uh, four units of work. So. Okay. Um, so, okay. So, um, and you're just, um, uh, describe this to me a little more. What's this chaos exactly going to be? Um,
1: I'm thinking it's going to be sort of a uh, closer to uh the canopy Mm
5: -hmm. and it's
1: going to be it's like kind of flat uh wood wood, like um, woven together to make a ground and then like foliage around it to try to and maybe some more plants to make sort of like lean two walls
0: on it Mm -hmm. cool and uh is this um and this is just look out over the trees or yeah so, is it for like security or is it just for? Because I
1: wanted a tree
0: up. Or just for prettiness.
1: For funsies.
0: Cool.
5: All right. Um, I have a feeling Gwen would have like napped, taken a bath, napped, heard there was activity going outside. And gone down to eat something and then with an eye towards going to help. And then ate eggs and fell asleep. So (laughs) it's like, no, not happening and goes back to bed.
0: Hmm. Um, Yeah, so you all, uh, Brindley, you come back in from a hard day's work. You got the platform done today. um, And uh, you come in and just see uh, Gwen uh, sleep in the chair by the fireplace in the sitting room. Uh, Winchester cold up on the floor near him. I mean, right. My groceries first. are for it. I'll be right back as soon as I put the cold
1: okay. stuff in the fridge. Um.
0: All right. Uh. That evening, you all have a nice dinner. Um. What What do you do? Anything? Just relaxing. Um. Anything you discuss over dinner? Anything? uh... Uh,
5: Ask about how I was um, how I was rescued. Sure. Um, Go for it. But well, no, but I don't think I'm going to ask tonight. Mm. It's because I think I feel like such ass that I know I wouldn't be able to really kind of comprehend everything.
3: Mm -hmm.
5: So so I'm mostly just kind of enjoying The flow of conversation around me and trying not to fall asleep. (laughs)
0: Okay. Is there anything you all do discuss that evening or should we just go on to the next
4: day? Um, I was going to talk to Lucia, but we could go on to the next day and I could do it tomorrow night.
0: Oh, no, no, you could do it this evening. Okay.
4: Um, Am I saying her name right?
0: Yeah, Lucia. Lucia. All right, so, so that evening, um, uh, do you set up a table or do you just hang out there at the edge of the property line? <laughs>
4: do they set up a table every night, though?
0: No, they don't. They just show up. It's uh, 88 that's been sitting at the table.
4: Oh, OK, OK. Um, yeah, I'll just go out. Um, no, I'll, I'll, ask, I'll ask Blair to bring a table chairs and whiskey. OK. Because we have a thing now. <laughs>
0: Uh Blair sets up a, a table and two chairs and uh, puts out the bottle of whiskey that Lucia gave me.. Mm-hmm. Wood, um, uh, I'm assuming, is dead asleep. Ridley is probably up there doing anything. 88. Eight, do you go out there as well or uh, not unless Nithis invites him.
2: otherwise okay. he'll be reading his um, intro to artificing book.
0: Thanks. Nice. All right, so uh, you, the chairs, the whiskey, um, uh, right about midnight, the, uh, you see a flock of bats fly out of the forest and form into the form of Lucia. And she cocks an eyebrow as she sees you. Oh well, hello. <laughs> she says, whiskey. Oh, yes, you do know the way to a woman's heart. Mind if I have a seat?
3: Of course, please do.
0: She sits down and pours a glass for the, each of you. She looks at the bottle and says, Ah, yes, fine vintage.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got it because she gave me this bottle of whiskey, right?
0: I was waiting for you, yeah, when you get back.
4: Yeah. Uh, I got it from someone I hope to call a friend.
0: Oh. So has 88 told you his decision then? Do what? <laughs> oh, um, 88 and I spoke last evening. Uh, and he, he has agreed that he uh you'll come to Drift without alerting the townsfolk to my presence and without trying to kill me so he's I assume I apologize I assume that you'd you were here to discuss that perhaps but I'm I'm eager to hear the word friend come out of your mouth as well uh, 88, <laughs> one- 88 and I discussed being friends as well we had a quite a lively chat
4: well he and I both had busy evenings last night apparently Um, I did have one question. Of course. And I've come to the decision that it's the only question that concerns me.
0: Where did I get this whiskey? Yes, I can tell you. (laughs) (laughs) She winks and says, no, but seriously, what's your question?
4: (laughs) Uh, What are you going to do if someone wants to leave?
0: Drift. She says the same thing I do every time somebody leaves, drift. wish them well on their way. They're not hostages. There's a difference.
4: So, that young girl who came in with the, was it the blacksmith? Mm
0: hmm. Wagon, the wagon, the uh, oh, uh, okay. Wainwright.
4: The Wainwright's daughter. She could leave.
0: If she chose to, yes.
4: Could she ever come back and visit her mother?
0: Yes. She says, no, of course, she says most people don't leave because traveling is very difficult. And Mm -hmm. the forest has a bit of a reputation, so we don't get much in the way of caravans or anything like that from the outside. Mm -hmm. She says, and before you ask, that reputation precedes me. Hmm. This forest was known as the Haunted Woods for centuries. (laughs)
3: Hmm.
4: Okay. Well, if that is in fact the case, then I can promise not to tell them that if you are hurting them like cattle, you'll have a rough pill to swallow, or try to kill you outright, or in any way. I'm not going to go about it subtly either.
0: <laughs> she says, I'm very pleased to hear this. She says, and if you are, of course, welcome and drift anytime." She says, "Just know if you come at night that it'll be me and my my children. If you come during the day, it'll be the townsfolk that they there to greet you." Uh, so
4: this won't have any impact on on the future. But what happens if? What happens? <laughs> I <laughs> I know I don't know how to phrase what I'm asking because I'd only just thought of it. Um... What would you think of the prospect of Drift growing in size and becoming a city instead of a town?
0: She said, I, I she says, Drift is, Drift used to be larger. She says, it's only dwindled in the last, you know, thousand plus years. But I mean, I would welcome more people. She, she says, I, it would not she says to give it to you from the most pragmatic point of view please don't let this reflect too poorly on me but i mean if there, the more people there are the less i less frequently i have to go to each person to feed everybody it would only be beneficial for them and not for us okay well
4: it's a thought I have because this is clearly my ancestral home. I, might, you know. I won't be leaving it. And I would like to see...
0: She says, it's good to see life here again, she says, as opposed to the shadowy stasis that was here for so long beforehand.
4: Mm-hmm. Um, and I, w- I would like to trend back into what it used to be. Who knows how long that would actually
3: take. Oh, the
0: marquee has returned.
4: Let's not go too far yet.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: we don't have to use all the words. <laughs> she says, um, she says I think it will do good to have some life returned to this estate, and perhaps one day the road can be rebuilt from here to town.
3: okay
0: she says this all sounds good to me uh she extends a hand
4: i'll shake her hand
0: she says well i've made two friends this week it has been quite the eventful week yeah she says um i would of course if your friends also agree to this accord she says i would prefer that they tell me themselves before they come to drift, Mm
3: -hmm.
0: just to avoid any misunderstandings, of course.
3: Mm -hmm.
4: Sounds good.
0: She says, "Um, so what did you think of the whiskey?
4: It's delicious. (laughs) Very nice. As much as I love a drink, it'll have to remain special occasion because it is very nice.
0: Quite one of a kind as well. She says, it's not something you could buy and it's therefore priceless
4: all the more reason to make sure it's always enjoyed
0: (laughs) (laughs) wonderful well she says friend what would you like to talk about got a little little time before i must return
4: um she used to live in windhaven right Mm -hmm. i would talk to her about windhaven and what it used to be like before she left
0: oh yes yes she says uh windhaven she says it was quite a nice city for a long time (laughs) she says it's a shame what's become of it she says uh she says um i lived actually uh on manor hill for some time which you know is the very ritzy nobility section of town uh and and she continues to talk of she continues the two year off about Windhaven stories and, and this that and then, so. and, and then after a couple hours as you're getting tired she says oh I must return to drink but I hope to see you again soon cool and then she turns into a flock of bats and flies off <laughs>
3: <laughs> I thought it was just dust
0: she has multiple things she turns okay. into. She can turn into mist, she can turn into a flock of bats, and other things that you
5: might not yet know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> cool.
5: Whatever it is, it's dramatic.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: <Yeah>. <laughs>
3: oh, that'd be delightful. <laughs>
0: All right. It is now the 11th of uh, cal- calamity. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love it. I, I need to think about it before I can agree put the canon stamp on it. But. <laughs> I need to check my notes about pining. <laughs> but it is midweek. Uh, Gwen, as you wake up this morning, you're starting to feel more like yourself. Your resurrection sickness is gone. um Oh, no. go- gone, gone, or just yeah? You, you've you've <laughs> rested essentially for four consecutive eight-hour periods. So, oh,
6: cool.
0: Uh, so you are you are free from that, though probably still a little stiff and hungover, but nothing mechanical at this point. Um, Y'all wake up to another fine breakfast, from Blair.
5: I, uh, I have a feeling if I'm if I'm feeling better, if I'm not like sick anymore. Mm-hmm. I would probably, like, come bounding down the stairs and just, like, full of... Full Full of of vim and vigor? Yeah, just enthusiasm about everything. Everybody's (laughs) sitting there, guys, I'm alive! (laughs) I know you know, but it's still very exciting to me. (laughs) You are there! Blair claps you on the shoulder and says,
0: quite good, sir. Yes, (laughs) you are very alive indeed.
4: (laughs) I imagine being dead has that effect on being alive. Yeah. Probably react the same way.
5: Yeah, yeah. It's a weird headspace to put yourself into, isn't it? <laughs> I like it. I was dead, but I got better.
0: Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so, do you remember anything from being dead then?
5: <laughs> I mean, I just like a, a, a pervasive, continual, hopeless sadness. But that's it.
0: And even then, you don't even know how long it was. It just. Whenever you try to think back to that time, it's just... You just just get the idea of sad.
5: Well, I'm glad we
0: were able to bring you back.
5: How exactly did you work that out? I paid
2: Zori a thousand gold for your body. And belongings. And assurance that we would be able to resurrect you. And a promise that I would not do anything to harm her in the future.
5: Uh Okay, what said last little bit?
2: I this promised, as part of this arrangement, I promised that I would not do anything to harm her in the future.
4: Didn't you also promise on our behalf, too?
0: No, Gwen's behalf. Not
4: on my behalf.
0: No, I didn't. I thought I thought there was a promise that... There, you, wasn't. there was a
2: promise stop. that 88 would not do anything. Basically, would not harm her, will not throw an action allow her to come to harm.
5: Oh, right. But he right. would
2: not promise on anyone else's behalf. Right,
5: yeah. okay. I thought it was. I thought it was you and me.
1: Yeah, I thought you had to like.
5: You had to kill me if I got.
1: Yeah, you
4: had. What to, was that part of it?
6: I
5: thought yeah. it was. Uh, okay, I'll take, not I'm so misremembering. I'll, I'll I'll go back
0: and listen to it, and I'll put up the full in the in the chat later.
5: Okay. So I I will um, on on hearing this, I will stand up from the breakfast table, and I walk over to. To 88. Come on. Oh. Do forge. <laughs> Don't scoff. Don't scoff at my love. Do forge a hug? Can I have a hug?
1: Forge, forge. Or forge. For, for forge. Damn
5: it. Forge Forge, forge something. <laughs> I will kneel down and hug Gwen. Oh, I... Thank you. Thank you very much for bringing me back to life. Of course. You are my friend. And I think, I don't know, do kobolds cry? They they can. (laughs) They have tear ducts. They can cry (laughs) if they change I think Gwen would get a little misty and then go eat eggs.
4: Okay, I looked it up. 88 swears to make sure that he will prevent Gwen from hurting Zori, even if it means 88 or Gwen dies.
2: Okay. Thank you.
4: I like this keeping notes thing. It's very convenient. (laughs)
2: Yes.
4: (laughs) Too bad I just can't do it consistently. I know. (laughs) Uh, So you guys had your moment, right? Mm
3: -hmm.
4: Okay. Nithis was shying away from that. Didn't want to be
2: involved.
4: Um, But she's going to say, hey, 88.
2: Yes, Nithis.
4: So I was talking to Lucia last night.
2: I had assumed.
5: How did that go?
4: Ah, uh, pretty well. Pretty well. Wait,
5: the vampire lady from the woods. Yes. We talking to her now.
3: Yes.
2: I have been talking with her for some time.
5: Was this while I was dead or while I was alive? Oh, Both. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Carry on. Sorry. Interrupt. I'm trying to get caught up. You know, it's very very discombobulating to be all dead and then come back.
3: Mm -hmm.
5: I imagine so.
1: I continue Um, eating my oatmeal.
5: My bland food.
4: That you had agreed to uh, be a friend. That is correct. Well, I have done the same. So you and I are free to go to Drith if we want. Um, Brinley and Gwen, if you want to go to Dreath, you will have to, obviously, as she asked, promise we won't tell the townspeople that they're being, that they're a flock.
0: That they're tend meat. <laughs> that
4: they're, they're tend meat. <laughs> they're cattle. Oh, it still makes me uncomfortable.
0: Well, except it's not like cattle. I mean, it's like cattle if you're milking cattle, not cattle that you're killing eating cattle.
4: Fair. That is a fair comparison that I hadn't actually thought of myself.
1: I hadn't thought about uh, Dress or see that for a while. <laughs> I honestly don't care.
4: Well, fair enough. I have promised that I will not tell them and that I won't uh, try to kill her. Uh, that sounds know, good. As a whim.
5: I mean, I'm fine with the no killing thing. I'll have to think about the other one.
4: Yeah, I did ask her last night uh, what she would do if one of them wanted to leave, like the daughter of that Wainwright, and she said that she let them go. She wouldn't restrict them from leaving, she wouldn't stop them from coming back to visit. She's very confident in her success at being hidden from them, and we're the only rub in that situation it seems like, so. Short them finding out about her, she has no problems with them just living their lives. She's also healing them when they get sick, so. I well, think- yes, you don't want to eat someone
1: who's sick.
5: Well, I think we, didn't we know that from before? That yeah. Was- okay.
4: yeah, but we still felt, I still felt pretty unhappy about it, but yeah. I've come totally friendly. To-
0: <clears throat> <sighs> Do you actually so- say it like that in the third person like that?
4: What's that? I'd say it like that, but <laughs> you're the only one who seemed to
0: have caught it. What'd you say? No, I know I noticed it.
5: Uh, Brindley, I Brindley wasn't said, sure if
0: that was said in character or not. Yeah, that's that's why I was confirming. Brindley said uh, so okay. did Brindley.
5: <laughs> we all kind of give her a little side eye. <laughs> oh I'm
4: I eat my oatmeal. Sorry, I, I need you I need you to rewind. What did she say?
0: So when you when you said that you were feeling pretty dis, you know discomforted by it, uh, Brindley said so did Brindley. <laughs> Referring to friendly in the third person. And the past tense.
5: The friendly that was.
2: To that end, I've been meaning to ask you.
0: Also, is somebody filing their nails right Ooh, now. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. It's just, it's picking right up into the mic. It has been for a little bit. All they're <laughs> doing is the scratching from their nails. Yeah. <laughs> so,
2: to that end, I've been meaning to ask you Is there a name you would like, you would prefer to go by? Rather than Brinley?
3: I
1: haven't decided yet. What they the? offered me another name, but I don't know how I feel about that.
5: Who offered you another name? Nobody. Did I just mishear that? I thought you said they.
0: No, you didn't. You heard oh, it right. Okay. <laughs>
5: That was a short question. That wasn't a
3: good question.
0: <laughs> Blair, Blair punctures the awkward side of saying, More orange juice, anybody? <laughs> no, it's a little tangy.
5: <laughs> it's too much flavor.
1: I have some apple
0: juice, though.
5: Uh, coming right up. Ooh, can I have, can have some bacon? I have some more bacon.
0: He brings you more bacon and some apple juice for bread. Yes,
5: bacon.
1: Apple juice. Apple juice.
5: I am, I am, three feet of bacon destroying fury, right now.
1: No, I want bacon. Guys,
5: how good is bacon? So good. The best bacon you've ever had in your whole life.
0: (laughs) 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 It's that post-death
5: bacon. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> no no, bacon tastes so sweet as, as when you've just been resurrected and you're no longer nauseous after sleeping a lot. So, is
0: there anything else you all decided to talk about over breakfast? Or if not, what would you like to do today?
1: Uh, Mythos. Hmm? Um, you were mentioning the other day something about fabric.
4: Oh, yeah. We need to get that fabric from Windhaven and uh, get it back to Hokkaido. Because, Chris, re- remind me if I'm wrong. I'm not giving him the fabric for my Gem of Brightness. I'm going to sell him that fabric.
0: Correct. And yeah. then he's going to, the Gem of Brightness is just to ensure that you come back to make good on the deal.
4: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, and it, it will probably turn a pretty tidy profit. Yes.
1: Uh, I can get us to Windhaven. Really how? Transportation. Is that a spell I don't know about? Well, not as named, but yes. Are you
3: basically
1: gonna- remember uh, when we were by trees and then in trees and then in Windhaven? Yeah. It's that
4: we have to find a tree that can you pick which tree you come out of? Yeah. Is my family's land big enough to have a tree?
0: Yeah. Hey. It's a tree that she has to be familiar with.
1: I'm sure I saw a few trees there that we could be going in and out of, right? Can
4: I share images over MindLink?
0: Um. Well, the other thing is. Um, that's a great question. Let me let me think about that while I read the spell description.
5: <laughs> I must
1: have seen our touched destination plant.
0: I'll allow it. Yeah, eehaw,
4: motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I will go ahead and use my link to share a photo of uh, one of the trees in our backyard.
1: What kind of tree is it?
4: Um, it's in the south, so it's probably something tropical. Ha! It's one of those gigantic dinosaur rhododendrons that we saw yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> we saw a 15-foot-tall lily. Oof. Usually 15 feet tall. It was awe-inspiring.
1: Damn. Damn. Now I know a treat.
4: Um, so probably like a magnolia, mm-hmm. not actually a rhododendron, but they've got really big, thick, um, trunks and, and branches. They're waxy. The flowers are like this big. Cool. Oops,
5: <laughs> I'd like to go get my sword back if we can. My sword. Or try to. It got sold, right? Do you have any idea where it is?
2: It's said that she sold it, though I do not know to whom.
1: She said that you would know.
5: Oh. Uh, I bet you it's that one guy. it. That dwarf that owns that shop near the place where.
4: You mean the one that we left with um, Crane? Meeting a man for?
5: Different one, no. Different.
0: No. No, there was, there I, was one that expressed a huge interest in Gwyn's sword. is was willing to offer him a
5: large sum of money for it.
1: Yeah. Could we afford to buy your
5: sword back? Yeah. Well, no, but I might be able to... I mean... We can ask. But if also... somebody
1: had asked you about your sword, and then a person shows up with your sword... Yeah. They're probably not a very scrupulous person.
5: And they probably won't like I don't know. They they probably wouldn't want the word getting around that they work with Micaias agents. Hokkaido doesn't like Micaias very much.
1: I mean it's so definitely might, worth a shot.
5: They might sell it back to us at cost, and then it's just be a matter of building up cost. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. That sword, like a thousand gold. That sword? Oh, it was much more than that. I forget. I forget what Chris quoted, but it was something like tens of thousands of of, of gold.
0: Um, if yeah. I recall correctly, I'd have to go back to the tape, but uh, I think it was somewhere in the five five thousand gold piece ballpark.
5: Oh, I thought it was much more than that.
4: I mean, regardless, we should just find a place to loot. Really, there's just. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's yeah, but I mean, you a new store.
5: I think I, I'd like to at least talk to him and see if he can not sell it in the meantime, so I can buy it back from him. I mean, I'm not going to hurt him or anything. I just want pity. You know, and he really um, should know that he's dealing with who he's dealing with. <laughs>
0: You get the idea that um, his interest in the sword wasn't about selling it. He seemed interested in it beyond like just the shop owner bit.
5: Yeah, as a as he's a craftsman, as an artisan.
0: He's either a collector or historian or or maybe he maybe he does have somebody important that he knows is looking for stuff like
5: that. But I don't know. Might be might be some kind of quest hook or an interesting conversation to have.
1: Hmm. <laughs> we can go to Windhaven and get those fabrics. And then we can go bring the fabrics over to Hokkaido and while we're in Hokkaido. Um, it was, was it was
0: definitely a lot more than five thousand. That's right. <laughs> Sorry. I just looked up the sword. Yes.
4: <laughs> um well if that's the case then I will um go ahead and after breakfast I'll meditate to contact my my dad
0: mm-hmm all right um you uh, you appear in front of him uh you see him in his shop uh kind of haggling with somebody about the purchase of some goods uh he kind of gives you just a discreet nod but doesn't say anything to you obviously uh and then after the sale is transacted he looks at you and says oh uh good morning uh you seem different. I do. He nods. He says, Have your eyes changed
5: color?
4: I haven't looked in the mirror.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I actually don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know. Have they?
0: He looks, comes up and looks at you closely. He says, uh, I think they may have. Uh, he says. Um, he says normally. Uh, he says the, He says they're normally a lighter blue. He says the, but the kind of the lightness in the center of them appears to be darker than usual. that's weird. So, he says, what brings you by?
4: Um, we talked about the fabric that I made a bargain for without any knowledge of how I was going to finish it. Mm-hmm. Um, Brinley can now actually travel through trees.
0: And, oh, wonderful.
4: Right? So I was wondering if we could stop by, pick up fabric, and then bail, you know, because I'm in exile, and all that. Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> um, yeah, I think that shouldn't be a problem. Um, so uh, how much, what wholesale, obviously, what sort of bulk are we looking for here? And you tell them how much it was? Because obviously, we didn't actually sit down and figure out what an appropriate amount of wholesale fabric would be.
3: <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: Um uh how much cash do you got?
4: How much cash do I have? Mhm. None? Uh, uh, really anything at all? Let me check. Yeah, I have I have 89 gold.
0: <laughs> um Uh, he says, 89 gold can buy a significant amount of fabric. Uh, he says, obviously, the more money you can put into it, the more money you'll make.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So do you have any friends that can give you a loan?
4: Yeah, yeah, I'll talk to him about it. Um, what, what do I think 100 gold would get me in profit? Um, what's my
0: profit margin? So he says, um, you're delivering textiles to the other side of the world. He says, now consider that normally in order for a Windavian textile to make it to Hokkaido, it has to make a perilous journey across the uh, continent, either, well, he says, there's only one way by sea. Uh, mm-hmm. He says, and about 33% of all those ships crash and sink or get raided or burn, you know, there's, uh, he says, plus the cost of transporting it, the cost of the people that are transporting it. Uh, he says, if you're not marking it up by hundred percent, then you're short selling yourself.
3: Program.
4: Okay. So for every hundred gold, I would get two hundred back, basically.
0: So basically, you would double however much money you put into it.
3: Okay. Okay. Cool. Well,
4: I will let you know how much fabric we're gonna get. Uh, DM question. Mm-hmm. How much can we carry?
0: <laughs> um. Are you going to be using a horse or a pack animal?
4: You can't take a horse by teleportation circle, can you?
0: You can through transport via plants. You can. Mm-hmm.
5: mm-hmm. Yes,
1: but I can only really do it once a day. Do we have? Horses? I don't
5: know why I said that in the character
1: because we weren't in character.
3: Okay.
5: Did we have those? I thought uh, we. Were you have the- four horses. <laughs> None of them
0: are near. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, two are tour, tour in Vodka, two are still in East Hill. We just uh, scatter um, them around the countries. <laughs> can, no, that wouldn't work. Now, I'm sure your dad can lend you a horse if,
3: mm-hmm.
0: or a camel or whatever.
1: We need to. Oh, yeah, um, Brinley's
0: Brindley's flush, I forgot that.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
5: give me just a moment here. Um, Brinley's Brindley's f- flush, but I don't know that we know that. We don't. <laughs> I certainly don't. Being dead at the time, we,
1: you and I do, right? No, what I've told everyone that I had money. Yeah, because I We were talking about it last time. Okay. Yeah. To yeah, use it talk. to pay for Gwen.
4: And um, well, Crean brought attention to it because he tried to take the poison gland from her. Oh, yeah, I have not sold my poison glands.
2: Do we <laughs> know how much Brinley has?
4: I don't now, but I'm going to ask her when I get
1: back. I wasn't trying to
0: keep anything secret. Oh, okay. All right. So here's what I'm gonna say. Uh, I, I just looked up a random trade goods cost. Um, a square, a hundred square yards of silk uh, weighs about twenty pounds. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh, and a um, hundred square yards of silk is a thousand gold pieces worth of silk so uh yeah so unless unless you guys have way more money that hidden than i know about i, I don't think i don't think transporting the silk's gonna be an issue um or the the textiles uh i was just
2: thinking uh, um hang on a second uh Vatka, the Gnome Tinkerer in Vatka,
0: who's making our carriage shrink and Biggin. How long was that going to take? That will be ready. um, Let me pull up my current notes. Uh, That will be ready on the 18th of Calamity.
2: Okay. Because if we can load stuff into the carriage
0: and shrink it down, that's easy transportation.
3: Yep. So- I
0: knew that I, I knew that as soon as I offered this to you guys you would find 101 ways to abuse it and yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to see what sort of creative uses you have for your your uh, size change carriage. Do
5: you have a do you have a bank account or a safe or something? No, we have a teeny carriage <laughs> that's full of silk. <laughs>
3: Wait, please wait
4: while I embiggen my carriage yeah. <laughs> um, so I just want to go over Now
0: the, I, the, the one thing is that it, it, it doesn't in or shrink anything living that was the one yeah. right yes
4: right. so 100 square yards of fabric is 20 pounds to carry mm-hmm. and it's a thousand gold wholesale
0: uh, yes let's say it's a thousand gold wholesale
4: So we could reasonably sell that for two
1: thousand. Correct. Man,
2: we're gonna get rich real fast.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna have so many tattoos.
2: (laughs) We've created an infinite money generator in this No because here's the thing. You
0: you know one overload Yeah, as I say one one crate of, you know, Windhaven. Uh, textiles, great. You know that's novel in the marketplace. Diminishing returns after this. That. <laughs>
4: Diminishing returns. So okay. Um, well, thanks, Dad. Then we're gonna add up all of our copper, and um, I'll let you know it's gonna be a lot. Just so you know.
0: Give me a give me a preview of how much is a lot. I uh... are we talking hundreds of yards? Are we?
4: Um, I would
0: say probably,
4: probably a thousand square yards. Right.
1: How much is that? have that much money?
2: That'd be 10,000 gold. I don't think you have 10,000 no, gold. I do
1: not have 10,000 gold. I have 3,000. So then that's 300 square yards.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: Would that oversaturate the market or will we get that back?
0: Um... Yeah, I'd say you'd be able to get that back. Basically, here's here. Out of character, parallel knowledge. here says This is gonna work one time, and you it'll work for however much money you can put into it this one time. <laughs> okay. right. Cool. So, Not that, um, sorry to part the veil too much there, but. <laughs>
4: Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to tell him probably like max 500 square yards. I'm not sure. I got to go back and see what everybody has. Cause if we're going to do this. We may as well go big. Right. He
0: says, um, he says, that is. he says that's quite the order. He says, um, he says, uh, I'll talk to Kadira. I think she owes me a favor. She should be able to procure, uh, some some fabric for me on short notice. She's a textile wholesaler. Your mom and I are friends with. Okay. So. Cool.
4: Anything you need from Hokkaido that would make you a hell of a lot of money?
0: Oh yes, I mean, <laughs> you. Uh, I mean, uh, cherries silks. Uh, Art, knickknacks, you know, things that you can't get here. Yeah.
2: I was just thinking fresh produce teleported in. Fresh produce, yeah.
0: Um,
4: What did I ever, did we ever decide what my family sells? I just assumed
0: general goods. I assumed that you are just like an import exporter. So
4: So it wouldn't be really unusual to get these kind of things it would be rare but it wouldn't like paint a target on my family's back right right?
0: yeah i mean this is what they specialize in is getting things from elsewhere
4: but the fresh food would probably be like what magic did you use right uh
0: i mean of course your dad would play it off he's he's charismatic and you know he would you would be like hey look here's some fresh cherries and be like where did you get those (laughs) the cherries aren't in season right now so maybe not cherries but yeah Okay. Here's some fresh daikon.
4: <laughs> okay. Well, I will go um, figure out how much in silk we are going to mm, need. You will um, know how much you want to spend on wholesale items. Built knickknacks and whatnot.
0: So, here's what I'm going to say because I don't want to, I don't want this to become commodity exchange, the role playing game. Oh,
3: uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Aww. laughs> I,
0: <was enjoying> <laughs> I was just about to make a spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah. Um, is we'll just say that your dad gives you some money and you spend it and whatever, you know, we don't need to worry about. Okay. We're just going to focus on your deal and, and okay. obviously whatever your dad your dad will get some stuff out of this too. And
4: narratively, I raise the fortunes of my family.
0: Yes, <laughs> yes exactly. And yourself. And myself, Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to have to sit here and be like, okay, now what vegetables would be in season? And they, <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> enough. In this bio. Um, all right. All right.
4: Um, how are, how's mom and um, my brother and sister whose names I don't remember.
0: <laughs> Those names that I totally remember are doing well. Uh, <laughs> um, no, he's he says uh he says um you know Jemira's doing well, you know, with the new with the new baby. Um uh he says uh Natharin is um uh well she hasn't actually been in Windhaven. She's uh out on some sort of Deployment at the the moment.
4: Oh. So you don't know if she's facing any consequences for my actions?
0: (coughs) You were more or less acquitted. (coughs) so She's facing less than she was before. Now that that's on the public record, he says... And of course, he says um, uh, Marsden is still the trial for that's going to be a sensation. The whole town's talking about it. The or sorry, Draven, the resurrected CO that uh, was committing these crimes.
4: So he hasn't been put on trial yet.
0: He shakes his head. Not yet. his uh, his, uh, his barristers are mounting a stalling tactic at the time, and they're hoping, I think, to let the fervor die down a bit before trial. Mm,
4: that's too bad. I'd be interested to know whatever happens.
0: Of course, I would reach out and tell you right away.
4: Um, I'm making notes. Sorry.
0: No, that's good. Notes are good. Um, he says, "Well, uh, I will. I will get you." Uh, he says, "I'll get you um, the textiles ready." He says, "I look forward to seeing you and giving you a hug, maybe getting some dinner with me and your mother."
4: That'd be nice. That'd be very nice.
0: Mm-hmm. This is, oh, customer coming, and I'll, I'll talk to you later. And he
3: Thanks.
0: shuts shuts the connection.
5: I like how this conversation started with, you know, me <coughs> hey, customer, my invisible spectral daughter, wreathed in shadow, just appeared.
4: <laughs> <laughs> or he's Too good for that. He would never.
5: All right.
0: All right. So you've got this... Um, Textile plan all laid out. Um, what do you do with the rest of your day?
4: Well, I do want to go in and ask, uh, how much money does all y'all have?
0: I have five
2: copper pieces.
5: <laughs> I have zero.
1: And Brendley? Three thousand gold. Well, not exactly. Three thousand and nineteen gold. Okay. So
4: with the um, with the textiles thing, basically we can double that. If we go buy 3,000 and well, 3,100, because I have about 90 gold, Um, we go buy the silks in Windhaven. My dad will get them all together. We aren't going to need a pack horse because they're only 20 pounds um, per 100 square feet. And we could pretty much sell them for double, probably, when we get to Windhaven.
1: Great. We are going to Hokkaido. I
4: I went to Hokkaido, yes. Oh, good. Brindley, what'd you say? I said good. We are poor in general. Yeah, we're about to not be. It's gonna be great. The only money
1: we have came
4: from the insides
1: of a giant worm.
4: Of a dragon a giant, a giant worm. worm. Giant worm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what fight were you
1: in? <laughs> I don't remember
5: right, Do remember?
1: Gonna,
5: somebody's gonna have to tell me that story at some point, but can... uh there
1: was a giant worm and we killed it and then we took things out of it. And now, well, speaking of, we should sell the
2: poison sacks. It swallowed both Mythos
0: and Brinley.
4: Yeah, it did. Real quick. Yes. Real quick.
0: I think the inner storyteller in Gwyn would be offended how, not narratively at all, that story was
5: told. <laughs> 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 there's, there's probably a lot of detail and fleshing out and things that could happen with that. Uh, yes, but, but that
1: is your battery tricks.
5: Okay. I guess I, I get the gist. I make a mental note to ask them for more details, like kind of, you know, throughout the next, the coming weeks. Kind of sneak it in the conversation. (laughs) Yeah. Be real subtle with it.
1: (laughs) Um, Yes. So when do you
4: want to leave? How long will it take your father to get you those silks? Um, probably a couple days. Okay. I'll drop on oh Chris, I'll drop back in and let him know exactly how much we mm. drop. And he already said a couple days, right? Uh yeah. Yeah. Okay. He'll uh he'll let us know when he has everything together.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Fantastic.
0: Um, uh from behind the dm curtain uh, that's flexible how much uh how much downtime would you like for your characters to have like i know we generally in D&D run pretty pedal to the metal but this would be a good opportunity for your characters to relax for a little bit you don't have anything immediately pressing down <laughs> on you <clears throat> i'd be yeah, happy
1: we to have show some up for like a week or
5: so i i would like to i would ask nithis to probably tomorrow, pop me over to Hokkaido for a second so I can release a paper bird to my family. Because oh. mm-hmm. that's how that would work, right? Even yeah, if- you
0: just go to the basement, use the yeah. circle pop- there, yeah. there, there, then use the circle there. But yeah. Okay.
1: yeah. If you're going to Hokkaido, I would like to sell, i uh, think maybe I'll sell it. Uh,
0: oh, um, as a bonus side effect in a week, your carriage will be
5: done. So,
1: yes. there we go. Or
5: roughly thereabouts.
1: Um,
5: I'm not actually going to the city. I'm just popping over to the Yeah, team. yeah. You're just going to the uh, temple okay. and releasing it. And, yeah. yeah. All right.
2: Um, <clears throat> if he can finish it, 88 wants to get the smithy
0: done in that time. All right. So, uh, yeah. So, what we're going to do is we're, we're going to do a montage. Montage. <laughs> uh so your dad comes back and lets you know oh yeah that's a lot of fabric but we can get it to you in about a week appropriately enough <laughs>
3: okay. uh,
0: so um so this is the 11th of calamity um just
4: seven days but, a week right
0: yeah so um this will this this montage will cover the 11th of calamity midweek so the day that we are coming up with this great fabric caper uh (laughs) uh, all the way through um uh midweek all the way through the um end of the 18th of calamity so our next you know kind of checking in on how the day goes will be the 19th of calamity so which will be a Sunday, friday fantasy friday All right, so so that is um, seven full days. Um, uh, So just kind of, uh, I'll go around, um, think about it for just a moment. If you need more time, I'm going to get to you. Just let me know. But uh, uh, so the smithy has five units of work left on it. So that's, you know, uh, and once again, that's per person per day work. So if four people do something on one day, that's four, they can get four units of work done in a day. But the smithy has five left. The stables have nine the carriage house has eight, and then the tree house has uh, three left. Um, so, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask uh, how you allocate your seven work units. You can also have, to have days where you don't do anything, and then if there's anything else, sort of narratively, that you do during that time. Uh, and obviously, if we if there's anything we need to role play out, we'll do it. Um, Could
4: you give those units
0: again? Yeah. So the smithy has five left. The stables have nine. The carriage house has eight. And the tree house has three.
3: Okay. Thank
0: you. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> um, anybody ready? Or do you all need a minute or two to think about it?
1: Uh, I think I'm ready.
0: All right, then we'll start with you, Brindley.
1: Okay, I want to spend three days fixing up, or finishing the treehouse. Mm-hmm. And then uh, from there, um, in the evenings, I first want to find Blair and see if he has access to maybe, like, a slate board. hmm with a chalk, yeah,
0: yes he, he There's a, yeah, he's got a portable one, and then there's like a couple of chalkboards in the library. So
1: okay, cool. So I'm going to procure some chalk for that, mm-hmm. and in the evenings I will start teaching Winchester letters and phonics. Awesome. <laughs> um, and I will take to spending actually most of my nights sleeping in the treehouse. And then the rest of the day is for fixing up the stable.
0: Okay, So are you going to do a full four units on the stable? Or are you going to take a day off in there? I'll
1: take a day off. So three units on the
3: stable. Okay.
0: Cool. Anything else you want to do? Do you talk to Lucia at all, or uh, Blair, Uh, or?
1: If I see a Lucia, I'll talk with her.
0: I'm not, I don't know if I go see in the crowd. Yeah, I'd say there's like one evening when you're in the treehouse and you see a flock of bats kind of approaching, and it uh, materializes in the lucia on top of your in your in your treehouse. Uh, though she's actually sitting on a branch outside of it. Um, she says, uh, "Nice treehouse."
3: Mm-hmm.
1: thank you i just made it
0: she says it looks good
1: thank you I like it as well
0: just may I come in
1: sure It okay, is just a tree house
0: she uh she kind of kind of uh comes in and like sits on the edge like kicking her feet over the edge she says um how have you been Brindley Uh, She says, I've not talked to you much since your death.
1: I was dead. Um, I've been different.
0: (laughs) She says it may not surprise you, she says, but I recall how strange and awkward it was after my death.
1: Oh, that's correct. Would you say that you're a different person now than you were before you were dead?
0: (laughs) A very different person. Gradually at first, but uh, now I would say I'm fairly unrecognizable to the to the person I was before.
1: Interesting. For the better. Interesting. I should have talked to you instead of making a dog person. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she says she. Says a what now? Oh, um, Winchester. I oh is that the oh. uh is that the angel dog that gwyn has
1: yeah well he's not an angel dog anymore he's a real boy almost but a dog i awakened him because i wanted to see how he would
3: respond to it
0: uh it's funny uh lucia just laughs actually she laughs out loud <laughs> oh, oh, Brindley! She gives you a big toothy grin. She says, "Where were you three weeks ago when I was trying to draw a comparison between vampires and humans, and humans and animals?" And eighty-eight said that animals weren't sentient.
1: <laughs> yes, he looks quite mistaken.
0: Oh, wow! Well, lots of two ships passing the night. We are
1: <laughs> humans are sometimes. They like to think they're a lot smarter than they actually are. Uh,
0: that is true. She says, uh, "It is that hubris that is so often leads to their downfalls."
1: Mm-hmm. I would say wager that. Well, I will learn how to read soon. But despite not being properly schooled, Winchester is actually a lot smarter than most people I've encountered.
0: <laughs> she says that delights me to know. In me too um you guys talk for a little bit longer um but then she's like uh so friendly um yes she says uh you seem like a friendly person we i think we have more in common than either of us realized she says are we friends
1: yeah yeah of course i don't
0: have anything against you she says and if you come to Drift, will you of refrain from telling the townsfolk about me, or refrain from killing me.
3: Yes,
1: I had no inclination to do either.
0: Wonderful, I'm glad to hear that. I look forward to many more conversations in the future.
1: Yes, uh, I will uh, have to reach out to you. She you says, have.
0: and if um eighty-eight or Nithis are questioned my absence this evening, yeah. uh, uh, tell them I did not give up on them. I just uh, had to talk to you instead.
1: I will. They might
0: be jealous. I'll certainly <laughs> be jealous. She says, "Well, have a good evening, Gwen." Me too. All right. Yeah. All right, Gwen. Yes. Um. What do you do with your with your week?
5: I am. I would like to spend. Um, one day, uh, helping each of them, but, um, I would, uh, so, um, so Smithy
0: stable carriage house.
5: Well, I, I mean, no, um, 88 Brinley and Niffis. Hmm. So whatever the, whatever projects they're working on, um, at the time. And I, I kind of, um, I don't know, just, Spend time talking to them, chatting with them while we while we work, trying to get details of kind of fill in some of the gaps of, of what happened while I was dead, um, and and enjoy the um, enjoy the camaraderie and the and the time spent together. So, okay. I think I would probably dedicate an extra day to um, helping on the on the smithy.
0: All right, so I'm going to say that's probably. Two days on the smithy because I'm sure that's what 88's working on, uh, and then a, a day on the uh, stables with uh, Brindley, and then we'll get to uh, whatever Nithis is doing, uh, in just a moment. Um, so that's like four days. What about your other three? Are you just gonna kind of kick it, kick back and relax on those? Or
5: I think I would spend um, a day chatting with Blair, and kind of getting inside his, um, his routine and, you know, kind of see how he likes having the house run and that kind of thing. Um, and then the other, I think the other two days I would be, um, just kind of getting reacquainted with Winchester. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I think we would probably go off and have alone time off in the woods and just kind of running and playing and chatting. Um, the
0: chats are a little deeper than they used to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: Well, and and that's, I mean, because that's, you know, I think it was what he was a celestial being with an intelligence of six and now he's an awakened dog with an intelligence of 10. So, you know, he's going to be, a, Oh, I forgot that as a celestial being, he had an intelligence of six. Yeah. 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 And could speak, I think just to me. Mm-hmm. So, but it, you know, he's now he's going to have, his own perspective, his own wants and desires, and
4: anxiety. You know.
5: Anxiety, <laughs> yeah, and and of course, you know, crippling depression, anxiety, and and fear. So, <laughs> but I will, I will do my best to allay that. <laughs> and then, of course, he's going to also, you know, I think we could probably work on some, you know, he's, I would want to be respectful of his you know ears and stuff and and uh we could work out ways that i could practice that wouldn't negatively impact him and you know if he wanted to you know put together an acrobatics act to to showcase in the ends we'd probably work on stuff like that
0: he he has he has no
5: interest in performing unfortunately no that's fine and um and i you know kind of tell him about i don't know what he what he know having been my steed, would he know kind of about what Chalik's whole deal is?
0: Uh, he tried to convert your dog. (laughs) Oh, no, no. no, Uh, no, he, uh, I mean, he's picked up a lot on it from hanging out with you. Um, obviously. So,
5: I mean, it's a central, it's a central part of my yeah personality. So I'd wanted to kind of understand it. Yeah. Um, and then I would I would want to have a conversation with Lucia, but I'm thinking if we could punt that to next time, would that be possible?
0: Sure, do you need more time to more time to think about it?
5: Yeah, I want to think about how to f- how to do it. So,
0: okay, yeah, we can we can definitely. And we
5: it's can def- and I'm sleepy. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: that's fine. We can definitely punt that one to next time. Okay. Cool. Um. All right, uh, eighty-eight. How about you?
2: Um so um he's gonna be working on the smithy until it's finished however many days that's gonna take with Gwen's uh t- two more okay um and while they're working i imagine if gwen wants him to 88 will be filling him in on everything that happened that he missed definitely yep and i think uh during one of those nights mm-hmm. uh, after they're done working for the day uh, 88 will find Gwyn in the manor wherever and uh, present a, him with a, a rolled up scroll I made this I intended to give it to your family but perhaps you would like it
5: I take it Ooh, what is this
2: And And it's a triptych of wood stamps showing the stages of Gwyn's adventure with them. The first one being Gwyn arriving in New Haven for his pilgrimage. Then the second one is uh, Gwyn slaying the hill giant. And then the third one is Gwyn giving that concert for the uh, Carthelian army.
5: this is this is beautiful thank you very much hey chris did you sign off on the whole uh the cobalt death, death thing uh yeah i made notes in there okay um
0: but well, yeah uh, but that, that that sounded fine that part okay
5: um this is this is actually very similar to what my people do when when we die we try to create some kind of a remembrance of the person and uh, and how we felt about them and what you know what they did they so thank you thank you very much this is uh this is incredibly beautiful
2: you're very welcome I hope I can make many more of these before
5: I actually die I I'm, yes. I'm at peace with it I know I know eventually I will die hopefully you know I'll I'll Go somewhere nicer than I went, but but that's in the hands of Chalik So, but thank you for being a very very good friend and, and making this beautiful piece of art for me.
2: You are welcome. Uh, then, let's see, he's got five more days. Um, is at some point going to have a conversation with Brinley, just the two of them.
1: It's me, Brinley. Or is
2: it? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> um, so it's just when it's the two of them alone. May I ask you a somewhat personal question?
1: You can ask,
3: yes. <laughs>
2: I was wondering if you think it would be appropriate for us to let Brinley's parents know that she will not be returning home.
1: I'm uncertain.
2: Uncertain. Honestly,
1: I've been putting it off. I haven't decided. What do you think?
2: I think if Brinley is gone, they deserve to know.
1: That is a
3: complicated thing.
1: <sighs> Trying to remember. One second, Chris, I'm gonna message you.
3: Sure.
5: <laughs> I like how eighty-eight is the actual the the most human of all of us. <laughs> like the best at being an actual person.
4: That's not fair.
5: <laughs> I mean,
4: that's not fair at all. For, the most, the best of us.
5: The Get most, cons- the most considerate.
4: I still think that's eighty-eight. You guys are yeah, they, not the most considerate.
5: That's what I said. Um, said so eighty-eight was the the most person of us.
4: I must have I, completely matured you then.
5: Oh, I was going to say, did I say, did I say, did I say it opposite of what I intended? <laughs> I
4: heard apparently the opposite of what you said. Okay. <laughs> I thought you said Gwen was the most human. I was like, no. My bad.
5: No. I might have said that and not, I might have said that part out loud, but not meant that.
1: The problem with 88 is it's very complicated. And it might bring up more questions. And honestly, they're questions that they can't be told the answer to.
2: May I ask why?
1: Because they can't. I do not ask why.
2: Would it place you in danger?
1: I made a promise that people don't know specifics. I think it might place them in danger. I'm not sure. All right then. So that's why I've been thinking about it.
2: I believe you should come to a decision soon. I am sure they are worried. That's probably true. Can walk off and do whatever. <laughs> uh, and then at some point during this intervening week, mm-hmm. we get
0: our payday from the Silk no, that's that's actually going to be the start at the end. So at the end of this week, you'll be on your gotcha. your, okay. your silk caper.
2: In that case, um, he is going to make a trip into Drift, and he is going to have to sell something. He is going to sell. What are you buying? Iron. Hmm. Um, he's going to sell the glaive that he has and has never used in this campaign <laughs> all right uh, market value is 20 gold can you get 20 gold for it
0: uh, yep
2: cool he's going to spend half of that on iron which will get him 100 pounds of iron oh. bring that back And as the smithy gets completed, uh, he's going to cast fabricate and turn uh, that iron into a new anvil that has the holy symbol of Inca uh, in it. Or probably pressed into the sides. You want Mm -hmm. the top to be smooth. Yeah.
3: That's cool. Uh, And then for the uh,
2: last three days, uh, he will ask Nithis, um, excuse me, Nithis, if it would not be too much trouble, could you teleport me to Vatka?
4: Sure. Um, do, I would need to teleport with him, right?
2: I do not imagine I will be returning until you come to pick up the carriage, so I can go by
0: myself.
4: Okay. Um, I will say that, so this is the last three days, so probably mm-hmm. the 13th
0: uh yes or the no this be the yeah the, the 13th or the
4: 14th okay i'm going to interrupt your motif or montage just because it has an effect on my montage sure um i'm going to spend montage interrupt us <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i'm going to spend those first four days um <clears throat> working on the carriage house mm-hmm. halfway then, done halfway done and then let's see, Gwen helped me one day. Did yep. Calamity also help me? Calamity. <laughs> <laughs> Calamity did not, not give you any
0: help. <laughs> <laughs> she, the God did not deign to help did you with the garage.
4: Did Brindley give me any help? No. Oh, okay. okay. I was
1: working in the stables.
4: All right. Well, I suppose we're all passing each other back and forth as we go about our days here. Um, each day, Nith's eyes get darker and darker. And by the time that 88 and I meet in order to use the teleportation circle, down in the basement, it's hard to tell because it's already shadowy. Um, But you may have noticed that her eyes give off a shadowy aura now rather than (laughs) almost white at the center as they used to be. So her her appearance has... At this point changed enough to be pretty obvious all right
5: that's disconcerting
4: <laughs> it is <laughs> it's meant to be
2: are you feeling all right
4: yeah yeah i'm good
2: there seems to be a shadowy aura exuding from your irises
0: Straight to the point, I love it. (laughs) (laughs) It
4: always, yeah, and I knew it would be. Um, Yeah, I noticed that too. Um, This has also happened. And uh, I will summon my hound of ill omen which is not a spell any longer. (laughs) So now it is sharp cat, but without a spell. (laughs) I can just do this now.
0: The uh, cat kind of purrs that off. Oh, it doesn't purr, that's right, it's a big cat. Just kind of nuzzles up against uh, Mythic's side.
4: So yeah, the the voice in my head is A partner of sorts. No. Oh, here. I hand you my goggles of night. I don't Thank
5: actually
3: you. need them anymore. I see. <laughs> well, now you will. Now you do. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> I would be correct in assuming you agreed to this arrangement.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
4: It's interesting. It's actually apparently a partnership. I hope I'm not wrong, but so far I haven't been about this particular thing. Yeah, I, um, I wouldn't call it a pack.
5: but pect is such a freighted word, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is weighty in the and dirty.
0: Yeah. Mechanical.
4: <laughs> so, yeah. I'll just kind of struggle a little. Uh, you ready to go? Uh,
2: yes. I will see you in a few days.
3: See you soon. All right.
5: <clears> throat> so, throat>
2: what do you do in uh, Vatka? In, in Vatka... Uh, Eighty-Eight is going to spend some time at
0: the... You're good over there, Amanda? Uh, oh, she just saw what I posted in there. Uh... Yeah. Oh. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> uh,
2: he's going to spend his time uh, in the uh, Incan Temple making use of their facilities. He wants to try and turn one of the uh, purple worm scales he got,
0: because he got two. He wants to try to turn one into a shield. Ooh, yes. Um, Are you going to try to turn it into a magical shield or just a regular shield? Uh, If you can make a magical shield out of it, then certainly. Um, I need to look up the magical item costumes. just a second um i tell you what um i'm gonna say narratively you can do it um i will have costs for you next time and if you decide that you don't want to pay those costs then we can just say it's not magical but that's fair but uh, otherwise we'll consider it a plus one shield okay
2: Uh, and then he's also going to forge himself a longsword so and that's
0: going to be the rest of his week. Uh, mundane longsword? Just a mundane one, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, and I'll also create an item for the purple worm shield and give it to you. Or actually, no, you can just use a shield plus one and then. Plus one. Yep. Cus- customize the customize option. I don't actually need to create a special item for
5: it. Um, and can I add in something? Yeah. So I was, at the beginning of the week, I hopped over to Hokkaido to send a letter,
6: mm-hmm.
5: um, and I'll write that letter and get it to you this week, if that's cool. Um, and then, like, three days later, I will put in the letter, three days later, I'll be back in Hokkaido so I can receive a bird from you if you have something that you'd want to say.
0: Oh, so you, the, the response yeah. back? Yeah.
5: So that way, I'm not a continent and a half away. Mm-hmm. So I was just going to risk on that a little bit. So. Sure.
0: Um, all right, so, uh, Nithis, back to you. What do you do for your last three days?
4: Um, how many days does the carriage house have left? Three. I'll spend them on the carriage house.
0: Right.
4: I will ask... I'll send you some questions I have for Blair.
0: Okay. Um, all right. Um, so... So now you've got the smithy complete, the carriage house complete, the tree house complete. All you have left is the stables. um, And your your manor will be in pretty good shape. Um, Let's see, that was Brindley, Gwen, 88, and Mythos. So we will, that'll be it for the montage. So we will go back to Brindley for just a second. Uh, And your tree house. Yes,
1: I I wanted to find. Lucia.
0: One day. Yeah, she. Uh, for the last
1: time
0: I talked to her. A, few, a couple days later, she floats floats by and notices you there, and the mist coalesces into a person who's sitting on the edge of the treehouse.
1: Good evening.
0: She says, "Good evening."
1: I have a question for you.
0: Oh, this should be interesting.
1: Yeah, I was speaking with eighty-eight the other day. And he mentioned that, and it's something that I've been thinking about as well, uh, that Brindley's parents should be told, or my Brindley's parents should be told about Brindley's death. And I was wondering, um, did you, when you died, did you have to do any bullshit like that? <laughs> It
0: uh, seems very unfair to me. <laughs> um, she says, uh, "No, I, I never saw my parents again after I turned. Had no interest in it." Um, she says, "They received an anonymous letter letting them know that I'd passed." Okay. She says, "I don't recommend doing it in person."
1: Oh no! God's that
0: would be that would be awkward as hell.
1: It's complicated because I feel like they'd be very needy about it, and I personally would think that they would want a body, and I don't know how to provide one. Uh, yes. I mean, obviously, it can't be just anybody. It would have to be look like Britney.
0: Well, if you want my suggestion, I do. Uh, she says the woods are full of wild boars. Mm-hmm. Hunt one down, kill it, cremate it. There you go. You've got your ashes.
1: That is a good idea.
0: She says. She says they just want something for closure. It doesn't. Does it does it actually change anything if it's not actually your ashes? No, they'll mourn it as if it no. was you.
1: Mm-hmm. That's now, better. granted, I
0: I don't recommend that you deliver this yourself. Perhaps send the cobalt or something.
1: Yes, <laughs> uh, or no, yes. <laughs> or, one of them, or maybe all of them. Huh. Oh, yes, I can send them all.
5: Um. Hmm. This is not going to be the second can- t- campaign where I get turned into something's thrall, damn it.
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> why, why do you think yeah. she's... A, she, has, she has no
0: interest in making her, her thrall. She's got 13 responsibilities already.
1: Arthur <laughs> yeah. and Ron would their turn you into...
0: She hangs out with you all to get away from her responsibilities.
5: <laughs>
1: uh. When... You died, and then you came back differently. Excuse me. How did you decide what you would be like?
0: She says, can I be honest with you, Brindley? Yes. She says, in my early days of my second life, I definitely went through some phases. I tried on a variety of hats, so to speak, before settling on the one you see before you. It took me a while to find the one that felt most true to me. And to be honest, the one that I felt cut the most badass figure.
1: It is pretty badass.
0: She says, um, it took me a little while to figure out what I wanted to be, who I wanted to be. But once I figured it out, it felt right. And I knew that this this was me. This was Lucia Vosnos. Don't be afraid to experiment. Don't be afraid to try new things.
1: I did briefly try sleight-of-hand magic, and that was boring. Oh,
0: God, no, no. That's a bad hat. Bad hat.
1: <laughs> it's, it was terrible. I did get one to buy the book off of me, though, so that was fun.
0: <laughs> well... Um, yeah, don't do that. No sleight of hand magic, but yeah, try some other things.
1: Yes, yes. Um, so I know what I don't want to do. It's Figuring out what to do is a little more confusing.
0: So then it will be, but but when you find it, you'll know.
1: All right. Well,
0: just you
3: look, yes.
0: Very important piece of advice, Brindley. Mm-hmm. Don't become what others expect you to be. It's an easy mold to try to fill yourself into, but it will never feel right.
3: That's true.
1: All right, well, thank you. See you. Anytime. If you'll excuse me, I am going to go hunt a boar. <laughs> I'm going to wild shape into like a panther or something.
0: She looks, she looks she looks very impressed and she turns into a, a flock of bats. <laughs> <laughs> in a great scene, you turn into a panther, she turns into a bunch of bats, and you all just get a bamf out the opposite ends of the, <laughs> the tree <house. laughs> All right. Um so uh that's probably where we'll put the pin in it. Thanks, Sean, especially for indulging us for a little extra time, especially since Thanks. we hadn't played in a few weeks. Uh I don't know, know. But great you session, you know. Lots of lots of good lots of good role playing in there. Lots a lot of ground covered. Um, but yeah, we'll pick it back up next time with the, uh, it'll be the uh, 19th of Calamity. You'll have you know, textile capers. You'll have a, a, <laughs> sh- a magical shrinking and growing carriage. <laughs> Presumably, you'll take Brindley with you the vodka and, um, and be- she, can, she can walk the horses back through the plants to get those back
5: to your place. <laughs> Oh, it, yes. It's nice having my my happy little buddy back, and I look forward to having him killed next time. Next, uh, <laughs> <laughs> next time.
4: Why is Winchester going to get killed?
5: Oh no, you I, said I, win. I meant win. win. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Winchester's gonna outlive us all.
1: <laughs> he will.
2: Yeah, I, I when he said happy little buddy, I thought he meant Winchester at first, too. Then I realized, oh. oh no,
5: he's talking about Gwen. I knew, I knew, I oh, knew what again. he was talking about. Sean's happy, and, anybody, Gwen. because Winchester is no longer the happy little buddy. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> that's true, actually. <laughs> I have my emo little dog. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, great
0: session, y'all. Um, everybody, good for next week. Yep. Yes. Uh, it's Father's Day. Just making sure that doesn't have any wrinkles from anybody. Yep. Perfect. All Well, right. We'll look forward to picking it back up in there. If you have any questions uh, in the meantime, send them over to the chat. Uh, I've got a couple already. we uh,
6: <laughs>
0: will get back to you. Right. Have bye. a great week, y'all. Bye Bye-bye.